A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If two's company and three's a crowd, four's galore, welcome to episode four of Richie Firth Travel Hacker. I'm Richie Firth and I hack travel and proverbs. It's almost like that was your third run at it. <laughs> if the first two have stayed in, you really are an arsehole. Well, no, they, they won't stay now, but I promise they will be part of a bonus episode to any Patreons in coming weeks. Look, I'm beginning to get the hack of uh, uh, Patreon and how this works. I don't think these people are paying premium rates to hear my outtakes. Oh, no, I actually, I think they really are. <laughs> I, I genuinely think that's the good stuff. And I'm, I'm happy to stand corrected if anyone wants to do so. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Travel Hacker is where you want to go. Think of it as like the VIP lounge, right? You know, like uh, you've got the first class lounge as you go to an airport. You remember airports? Or you've got your Pullman coach on a post train. Patreon.com slash Travel Hacker. That's where you go for the premium quality, all right? The Uber hacks and i'm not talking taxis i'm talking your really really good ones patreon.com slash travel hacker we'll give you extra episodes we'll give you extra hacks we'll show you love give you a reach around what <laughs> chris will anyway i mean only our tango and flapjack subscribers who are the premium ones get all that good stuff i mean <laughs> we, we, we we do love our rubicons too though a friend of mine the other day said, wow, you've got your own Patreon. That's what proper influencers have. And then went and checked it out and came back five minutes later and went, yeah, I'm Rubicon level. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Stephen, uh, Craig, Joe and Dave, some of our new um, Patreons who have joined since our last episode. Uh, I, I cautiously note that a lady called Gretchen mm. uh, has has joined as a Patreon. Mm. It's, a, it's a rare name. It, it makes me fear that she's trying to buy her way in to <laughs> this letter that is so long and we've not had time for so far in season three. For a start, you shouldn't fear that. 
people when they become patrons that's literally what they are trying to do is buy influence <laughs> and i am fairly certain that that this gretchen thank you for patronizing us is the Gre- the gretchen of earlier episodes and said letter well we'll see what happens uh, anyway we'll have time today we'll have time this week rich I, well <laughs> I, we'll wait and see we'll wait and see there's i know that we've had a lot of people get in touch over the last week uh, you can email travelhackerpodcast at gmail.com you can tweet us at richie what? what sounds like you don't want to get to her letter <laughs> not at all. For all these other messages over the last seven days i've been working really hard on memorizing the patriot games website and our email address and that's all i'm doing i'm being efficient <laughs> travel like a podcast at gmail.com uh, you can tweet us at richie firth or tweet us at producer chris we've got a lot of hacks so let's find out what's coming up on tonight's episode today's this afternoon's this evening's nows personally i would rather sink the pink you're a flap if ever i've met one type it in see if it goes anywhere (laughs) i don't want to be laughed out of my own podcast christopher let's get underway uh this message comes in from joe emma eddie and amber dear flap and jack (laughs) that's the first time we've been addressed like that and there's a whole episode as to who is who (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to come second and be Jack. <laughs> no, I think you're a flap if ever I've met one. <laughs> sure, thanks. That's also going in the opening. Um, <laughs> uh, last year, myself, my wife, and our two dogs. Oh, I'm guessing Eddie and Amber are dogs. Ben. Yes, unless Joe, unless Joe and e- Joe and Emma are the dogs, and uh, they've written it, and then Eddie and Amber have just uh, signed on. We're planning on a six-month sabbatical from work in order to use the benefits of freedom of movement to explore Europe in a motorhome. Sadly, this was determined a significant risk to health due to the pandemic, and we had to instead stay in our day jobs working from the same cramped office for what felt like five years. We hear you. Happily, we're all still alive and not going through a bitter divorce fighting over custody of our best-behaved dog, which is clearly Amber. We still have the motor home, and assuming that next summer we're not in the depths of COVID-22, we'd still like to take six months off to do a motorhome tour. But due to our new relationship with the EU, uh, our blue passports will only allow us to spend 90 days out of 180 in Europe. Can you hack a six-month tour for that that won't result in us becoming fugitives or banned from ever entering the Schengen area again by breaching those conditions? I love it. When people end with a question like that, can you hack a six-month tour, blah, 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 they know the answer. Of course I can, because I'm Richie Firth and I hack travel. And I've got an itinerary here that as I was putting this together, I was thinking, oh, bloody hell, if these patriots keep coming, I'd absolutely love to do this. In fairness, I'd probably prefer to do it with my wife than I would with you as a podcast, Chris. But I, I, I think you, you, you won't take that as the slur it sounds. I'm happy for the three of us to come. <laughs> she sat on the sofa behind me. Let me just see how that goes down. Do you fancy a 90-day motorhome tour, me, you and Chris? Europe. Do we have our own bedroom? No. Oh. I'm not sure I can handle both 
Did you hear that? I think she said she couldn't handle your farts. <laughs> she said both of them. Oh, well, it's a no. Sorry, mate. I couldn't handle both of yours. Screw the perrier. <laughs> um, I've got here an itinerary that I think allows Joe, Emma, Eddie and Amber to spend two days in every European country. Every European. So not EU, every country in the continent. Correct. Wow. Including the island nations. Correct. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's Wimbledon in the EU. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready for an amazing itinerary? I am strapped in. I'm so excited. And after last week's debacle, could I ask that if you have any problems... Pop up and say them when they occur, rather than wait till the forty-first leg of the journey. Are you are you telling me or the listener to do this? You. Right. Okay. So every time you fuck up, I've got to point it out. <laughs> if you want to put it like that, uh, Joe, Emma, Eddie, and Amber, did they say where they live? No. No, they didn't. All right. Well, wherever they are in the UK, you're. 90-day trip around Europe is going to start in Hull. Because... Oh, God. <laughs> That's a yeah. punch to the stomach. <laughs> I've thought about this, all right? And admittedly, season three of Richie Firth Travel Hacker has become somewhat roll-on, roll-off ferry obsessed. Uh, but you are starting with your camper van at the port of Hull, and you are going on a 12-hour ferry from Hull to Rotterdam. OK, good start. Okay. Are you making notes or something? Yeah, you ask me to point out every time you fuck up. <laughs> Do you, can you only point out fuck-ups by notating? What are you, Stanzard? I'm meticulous, mate. Okay. I'm Jack and you're flap, so carry on. <laughs> so, welcome to Rotterdam. Uh, spend a little bit of time there. As I've said, okay, there are 41 legs to this journey. So, oh my... my my no, my rationale is they've said 90 days right so 41 yep. legs to the journey so you could spend at least two hours uh, not two hours you could spend at least two days in every destination i'm going to list off i'll give you the timings some of them you might choose to spend longer okay 12 hour ferry from hull to rotterdam that's day number one journey number one let's look at it like that your second journey is a five and a half hour drive from rotterdam to hamburg what country are you visiting chris uh, Deutschland. correct leg three hamburg to copenhagen a four and a half hour trundle in the motorhome where are they chris uh in the trundle in the motorhome copenhagen where is it it's a quiz oh, denmark yeah copenhagen to gothenburg leg four three and a half hours sweden Gothenburg to Oslo, three and a half hours. Norway. Oslo <laughs> this is a bit of a longer one. Oslo to Helsinki. It's a seventeen and a half hour journey. Yeah, Finland, great. <laughs> so that one eats in a little bit in the average of the whole two days. Right. They might want to break that journey up. Yeah, it's nice though. Nice journey. And takes into account a couple of little ferry journeys as well. Helsinki to Tallinn, a three hour ferry journey. Where have they ended up? Estonia. I've played cricket in Tallinn. Wonderful city. You're kidding? No. Estonia uh, we, we, plays we, cricket. Yeah, they've got they've got like a, only a couple of teams. Uh, an absolute beautiful city and an absolute riot of a place to visit. I love it. 
I'm just thinking what the wicket's like. Uh, so, uh, in, interestingly, it's a matted wicket in the middle of a horse racing venue, and the yeah. horse racing is chariot horse racing. Wow. Amazing. So, so you, you, there's like horses all running around whilst you're trying to play and miss at multiple balls <laughs> bowled by the Estonian national side. Wow. Amazing. Tallinn to Riga, four hours. Latvia. Riga to Vilnius, three hours 30. Uh, Lithuania. You're good at this. Vilnius to Minsk, two and a half hours. Belarus. Minsk to Warsaw, six and a half hours. Poland. Warsaw to Kiev, ten hours. Ukraine. Kiev to Chisinau, six and a half hours. Moldova. Chisinau to Bucharest, six and a half hours. Romania. Bucharest to Sofia, five and a half hours. Bulgaria. I've been to there as well. Play cricket? No, but my team has. <laughs> Sofia to Athens, nine hour drive. Greece. Athens to Tirana, nine and a half hours. Albania? Correct. Tirana to Skopje, four and a half hours. Macedonia. Skopje to Pristina, one and a half hours. Um, Pristina is uh, Bosnia-Herzegovina. Pristina to Podgorica, four hours. Podgorica, it's Serbia. I'm not to sure that, I've got that right. I think I've not got that. That might be that might be Montenegro actually. It's Montenegro. Yeah, it's Montenegro. I'm afraid uh, 24, 21 legs into our journey, and you've caused uh, an incident in the uh, in the Balkans. Unlike you, I corrected myself and didn't just carry on wrong. <laughs> Podgorica to Belgrade. Now we're in Serbia. Belgrade to Sarajevo. Uh, Sar- Sarajevo is... Hang on a second. I've already said Bosnia Herzegovina. Have I made another mistake? <laughs> hang on. I've missed... I, I've got one. I think I've got one wrong a couple of goes back. I think you um, might have done, but we've moved on, mate. That was yep. a few days ago. Sure, whatever. Let's go. <laughs> correct us. Start the car. Correct us on the... Tw- on the tweets <laughs> Sarajevo to Zagreb five hours uh, Croatia I've played cricket in Croatia and scored a 50 <laughs> they must have been shite uh, and by the way hello to all our non-league football fans uh, who are joining us for this week's episode thanks for all your Twitter abuse after I made that comment I don't care about that shit yeah well it was deserved Zagreb to Ljubljana, two hours. Slovenia, I've also played cricket there. Didn't score a 50, but did take some wickets. Ljubljana to Budapest, four hours 30. Hungary. Budapest to Bratislava, two hours. Slovakia. Bratislava to Prague, three and a half hours. Czech Republic, now known as Czechia, I believe. It is. Prague to Salzburg, four hours. Austria. Salzburg to Liechtenstein, four and a half hours. Liechtenstein. Liechtenstein to Zurich, one hour thirty. Switzerland. Zurich to Luxembourg, five hours. Luxembourg. Luxembourg to Brussels, two and a half hours. Belgium. Brussels to Paris, four hours. Not even going to stop. This is a Paris. funny old route now, but yeah, keep going. <laughs> oh yeah, we've gone all over the yeah. place. Uh, Paris to Milan, nine and a half hour drive. Yep. Milan to Barcelona, eleven hour romp. Mm, done that. Barcelona to Porto, eleven and a half hours. Ooh. Oh, you want me to say, sorry, Portugal. I mean, <laughs> Porto to Bilbao, seven hours. Oh, you've gone back to Spain. Because where do we go from Bilbao? Well, I'm going 
guess you're you're probably going to pick either Malta or Gibraltar. Hey, you're not counting Gibraltar as a separate country, no? No, part of the UK. What, I guess, what about Malta? I've... Is Malta a country? Well, don't Rich. No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> uh, hand up. I think you fucked up. <laughs> 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 oh no, I haven't. I haven't got Malta in there. Um, isn't anyway? Bill Bow is on the uh, the Basque. Um, hang on a second. It's on the Basque. It's on the north coast of Spain. So I now think that you're going to Ireland. <laughs> a thirty-hour ferry from Bill Bow to Rosslare. Yeah. And there oh. you go. From there you're going to Iceland, are you? Is that in Europe? Oh my God. Rich. <laughs> Oh no! And 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 from from Rosslare, how are you getting to Cyprus? Oh fuck off! That's not European as well. And from Cyprus, how are you getting to San Marino? That's in Italy. It's a principality. No, it's an independent nation. And then Andorra. Is that a country? Yeah, I thought that's a principality. No, it's a country. Uh, and Monaco, I guess you could have done done. When I drove from Milan to Barcelona, I went through Monaco, so that is legit. Yeah, that's on the route. What about Russia? You stopped not, at uh, Belarus and didn't go to Russia, did you? Russia is not in Europe. Uh, yes, it is. It's not. Russia's not Europe. Yes, it is. Russia is not Europe. Geographically, a third of Russia is within Europe. And uh, politically, although it's not in the EU, it's largely aligned with a lot of Europe. And I think you would agree with me on this one. They play in the Euros. Yeah, but that doesn't make them European, does it? Australia are in the Eurovision. Yeah, but I don't think you qualify for Eurovision by like knocking out Cyprus and Norway in a home and away group match. Honestly, I'm not trying to be facetious here. Russia is not Europe. All right, okay. Audience, is Russia in Europe? They just said yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, parts of Turkey also count as Europe? No, it's not. That's Asia. Parts of Turkey. If Parts of Turkey, a very small part of it, where Istanbul sits is in Europe in the same way that um, I believe Russia I think it's up to, I'm trying to remember the mountain range now they it's refer the to Vol- it you Vol- buffoon Vol- Vol- as, Vol- the, as, the, as the meeting of continents that's because it's not Europe look okay I, I think we're just going to have to agree to disagree here Let's, and I think you're deliberately doing this as a distraction to take away from the fact that you've missed out <laughs> Malta and Cyprus Ross to Belfast three and a half hours and then eight-hour journey from Belfast to Liverpool. The, the, the omission of Iceland, Cyprus and Malta is controversial enough, let alone all the small nations, let alone Russia. And I would accept an element of debate over Turkey, although I would say to my Turkish friends, I see you as European. Well, the, the only friends I'm speaking to are Joe <laughs> and Emma, OK? Um, I've given you a 41-leg journey around europe on your motorhome stopping in some of the most amazing european cities that i'd heard of whilst i was on google maps so they're the ones that should be saying thank you they won't be coming back as fugitives and and who in their right mind is going to take a motorhome to iceland you've got to think about what they're doing here chris you're just trying to trip me up all the time these guys want you told me to point out your (laughs) fuck-ups and can i just can I just point out one other thing as well that I've mm-hmm. got a slight problem with this hack? Mm-hmm. They never said that they wanted to spend 
90 days on holiday. They're just aware that they're only allowed to spend 90 out of the 180 without breaking the Schengen. They want to go on a six-month journey. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to plot them coming in and out of the EU over a longer period of time. They said they want to take six months off to do a motorhome tour. They've never said that it was going to be a concurrent six months. Right. I don't understand. So what do you think it's going to be then? 90 days. All right. And then what happens for the, for the other 90 days? Enjoy the coast. <laughs> Go to centre parks. So your solution to their six-month trip <laughs> is spend 90 days airing it around most, but not all European countries. <laughs> just spend another 90 days at home. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's the <laughs> I think we need to move on. Oh, come on. I spent ages on that. I don't want to be laughed out of my own podcast. That's really unfair. I was hoping that was going to land much better than it has. Look, okay. For a trip, if their request was, we want to spend 90 days doing most of Europe in our motorhome, chapeau, mate. I think that it's a, it's a, it's a super hack in response to that request. Oh, dear. By the time we record for the next episode, will we have heard from Joe and Emma again? Probably not. This is such a shame. I, I, I want feedback on whether you're happy with this. Anyway... We'll be back. On with the podcast. Hack number two, please. Christopher. Hi, Travel Hacker Pod. My partner and I enjoy visiting botanical gardens and conservatories when we travel. And once we're able to travel again, we'd like to visit the UK. Two of the destinations on our list are Kew Gardens and the Eden Project in Cornwall. What are the best botanical gardens, conservatories or plant-based destinations in the UK? And what is the best way to travel between these destinations? Thank you, Jill from Minnesota. Uh, hello, Jill. And uh, it's lovely to have uh, listeners uh, all over the world. Uh, so thank you very much for getting in touch. Um, if you're coming all the way uh, to the UK um, to go and visit some of our botanical what? gardens... <laughs> <laughs> I got the giggles. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what are you here to do again, Rich? If Jill's coming all the way to visit uh, botanical gardens and conservatories. I would imagine that you care about uh, nature. And so therefore, once you've got here, the best thing that you want to do is travel by train. So I have selected five of the UK's most prestigious botanical gardens and plant-based destinations for them to visit by train. That also happen to be nice places to visit. And are these, you've compiled this list from personal experience or a bit of research? A bit of research, actually. I, I, you, you shouldn't imply that I should be surprised by that. <laughs> I have been to none of these places because <laughs> I, pers I, <laughs> I personally can't think of anything worse than walking around a garden. Wow. However, Jill. I found. I've got you back here. Let's let this guy do his bit and then... 
I found an article in a recent Sainsbury's magazine uh, that was recommending some of the UK's botanical gardens. And it listed, first off, the Royal Botanical Garden in Edinburgh as one of the best to go to. Now, Edinburgh is a beautiful city. Absolutely Mm. fantastic. A population of only 450,000, which, as far as, like, global cities go, it's like a hamlet. It's tiny, but it's history, castle on top of a volcano. What more do you want, all right? So go there and check out their botanical garden. You might find some thistle in it or something or other. Wow. (laughs) Then... Get yourself on the train down to London, a mere four hours, and then I've got two botanical... Oh, my God. (laughs) Two two botanical gardens for you to visit. The first one is in Kew. It's the Royal Botanic Gardens of Kew. And that's the first one on her list? Yeah, and I'm confirming for her it's a decent one. Great. The second one doesn't need to go too far, actually. Go to the Chelsea Psychic Garden. Psychic, as in PSY, not me to you. Sidekick. No, as in Psychic, PSY, who was also a rapper, I think. Psychic? No, PSY, I think, is a YouTuber, a big sort of, like, YouTube rapper. And boxer. And boxer, that's it. Anyway, the Chelsea Psychic... KSI, but keep going. It's not. Hi, is is, is that KSI? Yeah, yeah, by the way, you've just renamed yourself. See you later. (laughs) Just called him. I think it's actually PSI. I think. Sure. Anyway, uh, the Chelsea Psychic Garden is a garden uh, that stores the history of herbal uh, plant medicines. So, uh, like, you know, ragwort and all sorts of things that they used to treat ingrowing toenail for back in the Edwardian times are all grown and kept in the Chelsea Psychic Garden. (laughs) Then you've got two really historical ones. University of Oxford Botanic Garden. Little Mm -hmm. trip out of London on the train to Oxford. Beautiful city. The, uh, The Dreaming Spires, as they call it. And then, of course, if the University of Oxford's got a botanic garden, well, of course, Cambridge has got to have one, hasn't it? Because they've got to do everything the same. So then get yourself on over to Cambridge for the Cambridge University Botanical, botanical oh, Garden. Oh, my word. <laughs> it's difficult to say. It's different every time. <laughs> Five different special gardens for you to visit all the way from Minnesota. Okay. I mean... There's a lot to admire about that. I love getting the train journeys to the gardens. I can just imagine the nice walks, the picnics, the... Uh, I think I think you, you capture a side of Britain that I think when most people come over here don't get. So I really like that. If, if Can I offer some thoughts? Of course. Uh, you didn't have the Eden Project on there, which was one of the two they explicitly asked to go to. The Eden Project, highly overrated. There you go. That's Richie's review there. It's the only one he's been to and he doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've not been to the Eden Project. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> then how do you know it's overrated? A mate of mine went once and right. said that it took ages, ages to get there and it's basically a couple of glass golf balls in a quarry. I had the nicest sorbet I've ever had there. Okay, now you're winning me rounds. It's guava flavoured. 
Tell me one special thing that would blow my mind about the Eden Project and that would make me try and track there if I've come from Minnesota. Right, I think it, it's a thing that I don't think you would value. It's a sensory experience. It's like it, it's hard. So it's hard to articulate. Like there's a, I mean, I could talk to you about the sense of smell and sight that you get from it, but maybe the best way I could win you over is to say it's got a good gift shop. Uh, do they do flapjack? <laughs> yes. Okay. I'll come. <laughs> um, I had a look, Rich, at... Um, I went to visitengland.com. Right. And they had a list of six the 16 best gardens in England. And so, I bet all my five were on. So, uh, for a start, I, 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 with apologies to the rest of the UK, uh, the, these are just England. Um, so some of yours are on here, Rich, actually. Thank and you. what I did was I just thought, particularly if they already want to go to Kew and the Eden Project, mm-hmm. they don't want to uh, go up north, really. So I, then I cut all the northern ones out of it. Racist. And, I mean, yes, okay, fine. I'm racist against the north of England. And um, so I, I went through the list, and for me, I found that they could go from... Uh, the Royal Botanic Gardens in Kew, because I thought that might be West London, where they fly into. Yep. Um, Ch- the Chelsea Psychic Garden. Which looks interesting, actually. Yep. Uh, the Beth Chateau Gardens in Essex, a private garden in Clacton-on-Sea, formed by two people who just seem really interesting and have done their thing. If you've uh, come from Minnesota, you don't want to go to Clacton. I think that's very offensive to the people of Frinton-on-Sea, the posh bit of Clacton. Then Stowe Gardens, Buckingham. Blenheim Palace, uh, Oxfordshire, Woodstock. Home of Henry VIII. Kenilworth Castle. I've then got on their list Stourhead in Warminster. Oh, I've been there. It's beautiful. Oh, okay. So so there we go. There there is a recommendation. And then finally, once you're in Stourhead, it's only just through Devon and Cornwall to get to the Eden Project. But then here's a bonus one. One final stop recommended by Visit England. The Abbey at Tresco on uh, the Isles of Scilly. Ah. And a trip over from the Eden Project to the Isles of Scilly. I think, like, as a, as a kind of out-of-this-world, wonderful extra experience, why not go there? Do you know what? That's a nice way to end. That is a nice way to end, in fairness. In fairness. I could be I could be truculent if I wanted, but yep. I'm sat there and thinking, nah. Do you know what? That's quite nice. Right? I think we've bo- I think we've both answered that particular hack mm. well, um, but yours, I think, is a nice one. Oh, one slight flaw with mine, uh, uh, obviously because it was me. My one, uh, you'd have to cycle it, <laughs> and uh, it's six hundred miles and a ferry. <laughs> right there we go. <laughs> Get the train. Please, for the love of flatbread, here's an advert. I think there was definitely an ad break then, Rich. That wasn't just us silent. Good news. Christopher, let's round things off with one final hack of the day. Before we do Gretchen's letter. Yes. Um, This one, I think, I wasn't sure whether to include it or not, Rich, because I thought it was a bit of a piss take at first. But then I thought, maybe it is the real person. And either way... They allude to something at the very end, which I think is quite interesting on a hacker level. Uh, dear Mr. Chris and Mr. Ritchie, it's been brought Don't like to my... the way it's addressed. Um, yeah, what? Me first or the misters? Uh, I like the formality, I just don't like the ordering. Okay, fine. 
Mr. Flap and Mr. Jack, um, it has been brought to my attention that you are advocating that people travel more. Yes. I must ask that you stop this poor attempt to assist others. From what I hear, there is no attempt in your hacks to reduce carbon emissions. Not true. Not true at all. Public transport, cycling and walking are a significant part of what we do. Agreed. If you continue to misadvise and uh, provide ill-informed information i shall be obliged to report you to the authorities which is quite exciting and greenpeace who will set up camp outside your home and bombard you with green messages to save the earth greenpeace you're welcome around here for a cup of tea anytime you like <laughs> um i think you do wonderful work uh i look forward to hearing future podcasts that will help to save the planet kind regards greta P.S. I fancy a trip to Benidorm this summer with the girls. Any chance of a hack to get there without the press following? If this is indeed Greta Thunberg, then she says, I fancy a trip to Benidorm this summer with the girls. She is doing some incredible work. Yep. Trying to make uh, us all more aware of how we look after this uh, to hand on to our future generations. She is one of those. So she deserves our respect. Um... And quite frankly, some of the uh, the jip that she gets is not fair. So why should she not get the chance to have a little holiday uh, without prying eyes? So she's from Stockholm, Chris. Yes. Which is Sweden, as we uh, we know already from your wonderful knowledge of uh, European cities. It's half-assed, but yeah. So how does Greta get from Stockholm to Benidorm? Uh, I would imagine for her, the best way to do it is by train. That's going to leave her uh, the best carbon footprint. So I had a look. The downside for Greta is the quickest train journey from Stockholm to Benidorm is one day and 19 hours. So train travel, I don't think you're going to get the paparazzi um on uh, the uh, the swedish and uh, spanish intercity trains mm. so i think she'd avoid the press she'd save the planet and she gets to sit in the sunshine with her girls so how long was the journey again sorry rich one day and 19 hours i mean that's a long train. journey but i it might, i thought it would be longer than that i actually don't think to get all the way from stockholm to benidorm I think that I think that's you'd see so much of the world out your window, wouldn't you? I really like that. Certainly, when the window was open. Certainly, when the light was there. Yeah, definitely. Well, I, train yeah. travels. Uh, train travel for me, my, fa- my favourite form. You know, um, you're you're taking uh, petrol off the road. Uh, you've got your feet up. Uh, no one gets travel sick on a train, and you've got great views. Yeah, no, I think I think that's really good. I, I had a, a, a comparable thought actually. I, I've opted for my favourite mode of transport as well by cycling. Right, from Stockholm to Benidorm. Stockholm to Benidorm. It's 3,436 kilometres. That's almost to the mile. Tiny, well, tiny bit over 2,000 miles. And so she she would cycle through um, Sweden, Denmark, a little bit of ferry action as she gets over into northern Germany, through Germany, over through France, and then through the east coast of Spain down to Benidorm. Uh, it'd be absolutely stunning. It'd be quite hard work. But I, I had a little think about it. That is pretty much a carbon-neutral way to travel. Yeah. But then I did think about the cal- calories that she'd have to consume. Wow. Doing that. And, and you know, she probably is the sort of person who cares about sort of the use of energy. 
Yeah. She's 18. I guess she's 160 centimetres tall and weighs 60 kilos. Apologies if I'm wrong. I guess that she'd average out something like 10 to 12 miles per hour. Right. Uh, which would give her a total cycling time of uh, something like 10,920 minutes for the journey. Wow. Um, which would mean that the total bike ride would burn 73,233 calories. Wow. Which is a lot of calories. It's a lot, like an awful load of calories, isn't it, that she would burn. Like, how can you possibly think about that? And then I went down a little wormhole, thanks to the San Diego Zoo website, yes. where I read that the adult ma- the average adult male African elephant does 70,000 calories a day. Wow. Here's one other way of looking at it. 73,000 calories... You'd have to eat 412 Cadbury's cream eggs. 412? Yeah. 177 calories in a Cadbury's cream egg. Yeah. 412 Cadbury's cream eggs is what it takes you to... Su- we should do all future bike rides in cream eggs. <laughs> in terms of- so, and I actually wow. think... Like, then if you think about it, uh, Greta, in terms of the, ima- the amount of calories that it takes, like... You know, you you should be pretty chill about the fact that it's just it's just an elephant or four hundred and twelve cream eggs to ride from Stockholm to Benidorm. That's a really environmentally friendly way. You know, just a day of an elephant, four hundred and twelve yeah. eggs. Get get on board, and when you and the girls get to Benidorm, you can you know you guys can all get on it and have a wonderful time. And I wish you all the best. With very sore backsides. Understandably so. It's a uh, lot of riding. You- in all your uh, data presentation there, tell us how long you would expect it to take them. So I worked out if they were going to cycle uh, for 10 hours a day, which is a lot of riding, then they could get there in 18 days. They might pass the people on their camper van journey. <laughs> <laughs> Having an absolute blazing row about the legal status of, <laughs> of, of Russia. Malta. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Oh, dear. Well, uh, a great hack there for Greta, if indeed that is her. Uh, I'm sorry for asking that extra question at the end as to how long it will take, because I think that's probably just nudged the podcast a little bit too long uh, to deal with Gretchen's letter today. Uh, But now she is a patriot. Uh, There's no way that we can ignore that letter next week. So, uh, Gretchen, if you're still listening, and why would you not be? Because you're a paid listener now. We will get to it next week. I I feel for her. (laughs) um chris a review of our three hacks tonight three out of three uh three out of three what successes um i think your first one i would i'm actually going to defer to joe emma eddie and amber i think it was flawed but if it works for them it works for me great the the gardens one i'm really not quite sure what to make of that you basically told them not to do it i didn't i didn't i gave them five different ones to you and that's what you don't like about no it. no 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 no. you said going to and and you said in many different ways botanical gardens is boring <laughs> and i mean like your, your ha- I, I liked the idea of traveling by train I, I was really supportive of it and i offered an alternative which i thought was also a legit thing i think that's that i think that counts as a hack Two out of two. Uh, one and a half at best. <laughs> and um, and then the third one, look, I think you gave Greta a really practical solution. 
and I told her she needs to eat the amount of an elephant just to get between five countries. <laughs> I think that's fine. Oh dear. So once again, a great success of uh, this episode of Richie Firth Travel Hacker. Uh, if there is a journey that you would like hacked as we all get ready for getting out again and being able to travel places, first we vaccinate, then we hacktivate. Uh, get in touch with us you can email travel <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh dear i've been smelling all those products in the chelsea psychic garden uh, how's your prostate right now <laughs> travel hacker podcast at gmail.com or you can become a patriot uh patreon travel hacker at.com <laughs> Ah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't even know what that was. <laughs> Type it in, Tim. It goes anywhere. <laughs> uh, or tweet us a Richie Firth, or tweet him at producer Chris. And um, my goodness. We ain't ever going to have adverts on this, are we? Personally, I would rather sink the pink. (laughs) (laughs) Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.